Hello everyone. My name is Ivor. My name is Mallory. And thank you so much for listening to This Is Fine. On this podcast, we explore and discuss experiences and insights from our lives and how they relate to mental health. To help foster conversations on how to move through life with more awareness, adaptability, and a little bit of humor. <laughs> All right. So, how do we jump into commitment? Okay. So... Head first. <laughs> Ivor, I have a question for you. Right. I would like to know your thoughts on New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I don't think they work, okay. especially when they're phrased as New Year's resolutions. It's a social norm mm -hmm. to engage in that conversation and to to kind of feel the novelty of the new year, mm -hmm. even though by all measures of how life works the calendar doesn't matter you know the trees don't suddenly go oh it's a new year i'm gonna be a new leafy me or whatever like, well definitely not in like winter also where we're, we're currently living right. like <laughs> um it's a weird time to start something new i just think they're both <laughs> i think just think resolutions are bullshit okay yes Yes, I knew you would say that. So <laughs> that's why I... you asked. It. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, fair enough. But I do think I bring it up because yes, our topic is commitment, and um, I do think that you know, for me, the new year is just an arbitrary framework that you know I like to work with. Um, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I do like to kind of identify new commitments that I would like to keep sort of cyclically, but I do this at the new year as well. Mm. And in fact, every new year, I try to think of a word that will live with me for a year and be a kind of living intention. And my word for this year is commitment. I like that. Okay. <laughs> What would yeah. my word be? Mm. Self-discipline. Ooh, yeah. okay. Mm. So what does it mean for you to choose a word for the year if you were to do that? To say like, okay, for 2023, my word is self-discipline. I'm extra. <laughs> And I only say that because other people are not enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm sort of kidding. Um, a little bit. Like there's a 25% joke in there. But I actually do think that a lot of people don't have what it takes to be self-disciplined and I also like to choose a big thing like I something that is really definitive self-discipline is is required for us to do so much and I think commitment and self-discipline are twins yeah yeah and you can't have commitment without first developing the practice or the skill of self-discipline and so that's what I chose for um, well, not because of commitment, but I just chose self-discipline, showing up for your self. Yes. Yes. It sounds selfish, but I don't know. Um. Well, I think, well, that's another issue that I have with New Year's resolutions is mm. they're often very individualistic and, and very. you know, self-centered. But when I think of commitment, I do, like for this year, a lot of what I'm thinking about does relate to 
things that I want to, ways I want to show up for myself. Mm. But also I have many commitments in my life to other people, you know, and to the earth and to like, we, you know, all mm. of these relationships that we're in, we have commitments um, yeah. that we keep or not <laughs> and that we're conscious of or not. So I, I must say that I like you're one of the people that leave me in wonderment of the commitments to other people that you foster and that you nurture. Well, I kind of like the balance between us because for you, commitment, I, I feel like this theme has a lot to do with the way that you show up for yourself, like yes. um, for things that are important to you. And you're right, for me, a lot of my commitments are to other people mm. and you know our community and things, and they're all important. But in a sense, <clears throat> you showing up for other people is also you showing up for yourself you get mm -hmm. energy you get nurturing from that so it's not just like you're completely just giving and not receiving anything which is what i had in my mind when i i didn't see that at first that you also derive an energy from that and for me it's very much like a giving of energy away mm -hmm. so yeah yeah Introvert, extrovert problems. Yeah. INJ, <laughs> INJT. I think. Oh, we're very different. Yeah. Because I think I'm ENFP. Okay. I'm INJT. <laughs> Why yes. are we so different? Okay. <laughs> Opposites. So, yes. So anyway, uh, let's, I am curious how you would define commitment. Like, since this is our theme, how, how would you define that word? Responsibility. Mm -hmm. Dedication. I would say a sort of promise, a trust. I like to use these words when I think about commitment. And ultimately, I think freedom. Ooh, tell me more about that. I think when you commit to something, you focus your attention or energy on this one thing. And we live in a world where our attention is a commodity for capitalism. And it gets pulled in every which way. When you don't decide where your attention goes, it will get colonized. Yeah. <laughs> Our attention is colonized by capitalism. So in you deciding, I will be having this conversation with you and just focus, or I'm going to read this, or I'm going to work out, or I am uh, whatever the, the thing is that you are doing, which is also, I guess, being present. Mm -hmm. um, whatever that thing is that you're doing actually gives you a lot of control over your mind mm -hmm. and that gives you freedom mm -hmm. in the long run. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. like autonomy, Auto what you're describing yeah. sounds like autonomy, which can then leads to freedom. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I hadn't thought about it like that, like commitment as choices or that, you know, when we talk about mm. com what are our commitments that we're choosing those as we, you know, can. Right? As we, we can, have, yeah. It's like, I have to be committed. We have to be committed to our day jobs in a way because otherwise we'll oh, lose yeah. them and then we won't be able to pay our bills. Right. I feel like we always circle back to this. <laughs> Every episode we're like, but you know, we have to work. We like, have to we work. We have to yeah. work. But for the most part, I'm I'm really like, I'm feeling what you're saying because for this year, I really want to have that sense of autonomy of choice over what I commit my time and energy to. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. 
It, mm. it also makes me think of um, relationship anarchy. And one of the tenets of that is customizing commitments with people. You Ooh, know, I love that phrase. Yes. It's great because you have then this framework acknowledges that we have many people in our lives that we're in relationship with and we're letting go of the normative hegemonic expectations around relationships and right. then just customizing commitments with each, each person in our life. I love that. It's mm -hmm. like by customizing your commitments, you're also designing your life or designing your freedom. So I do like that whole idea. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, that's why we we've talked about the relationship anarchy smorgasbord which is like this communication tool mm. which you use to talk to people openly about this but for another episode maybe okay. we can talk more about that <laughs> um some of the words that i wrote around commitment i actually it's funny the first thing i wrote was discipline Ooh. i just realized i looked at my list and that's wild discipline devotion i also had devotion somewhere here love it showing up and then I wrote giving of something in exchange, like um, to because again to me if I'm if I commit to something I feel like there's always an exchange going on there. Like so, it's a little bit transactional, but not transactional, reciprocal. Okay, reciprocal. Ideally, right? right. And if and if something is not reciprocal, then I'm probably not going to commit to it. You know, if there's no like because it just kind of comes back to relationship again yeah. you know i mean i guess some of my commitments are transactional so sometimes my day job feels transactional <laughs> like well yeah it is i show I think. up and you pay me but it's not because as a teacher you know um i am also committed to doing well for my students which makes it hard i think mm -hmm. because for administration it's transactional but when it comes to the children I can't be transactional. Right. So setting aside the day jobs, what is what are you currently committing to? I'm committing to letting go to feel lighter. And by letting go, I mean either physically or emotionally. And I think they both have a connection. Is letting go of either ideas of what I should look like in terms of physically because I work out. Or letting go of emotional attachments to um, people or letting go of physical things. And that's for what I'm very good at is like going, I haven't used this in three months. You are going straight to recycling or Goodwill or just the trash. And it really, like I've spoken about this before, but it opens up space. Mm -hmm. And especially like I've, just to bring it back to the idea before, of our attention getting colonized and i think that's w what gets me so frustrated with having many physical things is that your attention somehow goes to everything that you own in some way yeah your brain has has allotted a space for that in your psyche yeah. so yeah so that's the idea behind it so i'm committed to letting go what does that look like in practice discernment is deciding for this time I'm letting, trying to let go of everything else and I'm just focusing on watching or listening to a podcast. Where in the past, I used to do things and listen to a podcast, but then my attention isn't completely on the yeah. episode. So now I've decided to like, you don't have to listen to the entire one hour in one go. You can decide 15 minutes and focus there. Mm -hmm. So that looks like instead of trying to do so many things, which I think I'm capable of, yeah. just being more honest 
and doing what I have in front of me and trying to do that well. To me, that's so much like devotion. You made the choice in the present moment what you want to commit your attention or your body or your energy, your mind to, and then clearing away other things. Like I love that aspect of commitment. Mm. There's like a that that presence and um I don't know, as you said, discernment. Discernment, yeah. Yeah, I really I like that a lot. So I'm interested to hear what like for you, what does commitment look like for this year or in practice? Yeah. Well it's funny, uh your answer was different than the initial thoughts that I had because mine was, I think this has to do with me being a very like earth person where I was like, well, my friend gave me a ukulele for my birthday, which was so sweet because I had, I had said I wanted a ukulele. I have a violin, which I don't play regularly. Was it Louis? It was not Louis. It was June. But I had been talking about how I have the I have a violin. We can see it. It's mm. sitting there. I put it more visibly just like out in the open so that I will see it. The violin sat there for almost a year and I didn't play it even though I have this I really, really want to learn how to play it. And the ukulele, sort of a something I had started talking about as a supplementary instrument. Um, so I wanted the experience of kind of having success with one instrument and letting that fuel my desire to go back to the violin, which is all to say that one of the things that I'm committing to right now is practicing the ukulele uh, at least 30 minutes every day, which is a very, this is a very action oriented thing, which is, that's why I love your answers because they were, they're more abstract, but mine feels really specific at this moment like I'm committing to daily musical practice right now also it's giving me a lot in terms of um, letting different parts of my brain work at the same time and um, what else am I committing to I mean I could be Mm. also specific and I'm like well whereas (laughs) I would say three times a week is when I would work out Mm -hmm. I've bumped it up to five times a week and that's a commitment Mm -hmm. no matter how I'm feeling Five times a week, it has to happen, mm-hmm. except when I have COVID, which I had of last course. week. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Um, or like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm committed to learning the splits. So I, am, I stretch every day mm-hmm. and I try and push myself, not physically um, to the point of pain, but mentally, you, your mind mm-hmm. gives up way before the capability of your body. Mm-hmm. So... Trying to remember that and be like five more seconds, uh, go a little deeper, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. is is that commitment. Because I think a supple body gives you a freedom of movement. And I think that may also translate into your mind. Yeah. I think so. For sure. So, yeah. Go 30 ahead. minutes for the ukulele, that's a, that's a big commitment. Like 30 minutes a day in our lives is actually quite big so i like that but but it you know i said that but then i i realized i really liked how open your statements were because i think one of the challenges that Mm. comes up with commitments uh, especially around maybe like goals that we have or something is being so specific about it and being very very like action oriented and Mm. at least for me that can feel like a setup 
Like I'm setting myself oh. up. That's the problem with New Year's resolutions, right? They're often very specific and like, I'm going to do this. So even as we're talking, I'm thinking like, okay, really, if I think about it, I want to commit to, like I am choosing to commit to musical practice. And mm. maybe it doesn't even need to be that super strict or specific, but that is what I've been doing since I got the ukulele, basically, right. is I have been doing it every day, mainly because it's very fun. And how does that feel for you? Do you feel some kind of success or gratification in like, yeah, I've done this every day for 30 minutes? Yes, it feels really great. Mm. And because it, it is a devotional practice and I feel like I'm devoting myself, uh, first of all, to my own creativity and mm. my own body and mind it's very good for my mental health i can see it's like um there's a sort of because it's it requires so much focus and concentration and it's like a flow state and so actually playing playing this instrument and having to give all my my concentration to that allows everything else to uh melt away and then when i finish I feel great. You feel great. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to go back to what you said about specificity. I think it is definitely required <laughs> because I think people aren't specific enough about mm -hmm. their goals and or resolutions, How whatever word you want to use. Mm -hmm. Then you have no plan. Then you have no follow through. I think you can't commit to something without knowing the details because then you will give up if you don't know. So that's my my opinion. That's just the way that I operate. I also have to learn to understand that not everyone thinks like me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, but you and I are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum because right. I think you, yeah, you're very, you are very strict with yourself and self-disciplined whereas i am much less so <laughs> and there's nothing and wrong there's with a that. balance there's yeah. a balance i tend to be much more loosey like loosey goosey uh, but the thing is that does that does result in me sometimes feeling stuck because i want to do something you know have a certain experience but it when i don't get specific then that can be hard to have yeah you know so discipline is definitely something i'm always working with and learning but some of my commitments are also more open uh, open-ended i guess just committing to relationship anarchy and like the learning the painful learning that comes with that right Sorry to cut you off. Go but ahead. I have a question. Yes. When you commit to learning the ukulele, yeah. are you satisfied with just being moderately good or just giving moderate um, effort? I'm not a moderate effort kind of person. No, you're not. <laughs> and that's the point I want to get okay. to. When it comes to commitment and self-discipline. Yes. So the thing that I feel, and I've said this before, about commitment or discipline or self-discipline in some way, I've said this before, is that I don't like the idea of balance anymore. Okay. I do not like that. Do you think someone like uh, Albert Einstein was balanced? <laughs> Anyone that's achieved something of, mm. of, of a level of... of uh, I, I, I hate the word notoriety because... Those people aren't doing it for someone else. They're doing it because they they want to, they love to. Mm -hmm. And when I work out for five days a week and I say, oh, it's okay. I can have this carrot cake like I did the other day, okay? And that's balance, right? But do I want to be moderately happy with the way that I look in the mirror? 
or do I want to be completely happy? Wait, I have a question though, because you said that one of the things you were, this is, this is getting nitpicky, but are you not committing to letting go of expectations about how you look? I actually don't know how to answer that question because as far as I'm consciously aware of, I don't really care what people think I look like. Mm-hmm. I want to look a certain way. I don't care mm. what Grinder or Jack or other, you know, mm. apps or people think about my body. I want to be healthy. That's why I don't drink alcohol. That's mm-hmm. why my sugar is kept to a minimum. It's just simply because I know the effects. I know that I feel great. When I wake up, I feel great. I yeah. feel completely wonderful. I don't want to wake up and just feel uh, kind of okay with the day. Yeah. That's no way for me to start the day. So the point I'm getting at in a very long-winded way (laughs) is that I don't want to be moderately happy. I don't want to be moderately satisfied with my effort. I want to be absolutely satisfied. Okay. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> I get that. I mean, you, yeah, for you, discipline is like you, you enjoy the process Oof, of honey uh, being self-disciplined. I hate it personally. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like happy. <laughs> oh, um, so I do get that. I mean, I, I still think the concept of balance as you're describe as I think I understand what you're saying. Um, I do think that there has to be room for that, at least for me and for a lot of people I know, like we have to be able to, I mean, it's kind of one of those words we just throw around and it's like, what does that even mean at this yeah. point? Um, so there's that, but rather than balance, I would think self-forgiveness and acceptance, you know, are things for me like, okay. I committed to something and I I fell short of what that means to me uh, this week or something. I can accept that and forgive myself and kind of reset the cycle, you know, and, yeah. and try again um, and continue to strive to keep my commitments. Okay, you know? so I, what you said, I really, really like. And I want anyone who's listening and to understand that like being self-forgiving is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Just don't live there. Move on very quickly because your mind has a tendency of holding on to those things. And no, it's okay. We've become so careful about being hard on ourselves that we've become even more soft with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think the softer you are, like commitment isn't a soft thing. It's a hard practice. Mm-hmm. Self-discipline is, is a hard practice. It requires you to show up for you or to show up for other people. And I'm not saying to completely ignore the way you're feeling. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, at what point does being soft with yourself prevent you from fulfilling your commitments? Mm. Where is the way? I think that's a personal thing everyone should figure out for themselves or not should, but everyone who wants to, that's something that would be beneficial to figure out for yourself is at what point is me going, oh, this cake is enough or everything in moderation? You know, at what point do you decide to go hard for something when you're so easily go, ah, oh, everything in moderation? I don't know. I'm just too, I'm just too intense with certain things. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's like, uh, I like, I like that though. Uh, you and I have different perspectives on this, but I like it because I just like talking about it because oh, yeah, I love neither it. of us is right or wrong, yeah. I don't think, but... We have different relationships with discipline Um, and, you know, but commitment also, 
you know, we're talking a lot about like committing to sort of goals and things, but there's, I'm just thinking about like, I'm committed to my friendships as you brought up, uh, which is also hard. I'm committed to my values or to like our community. You know, we have this mutual aid project uh, in our community and I, I commit myself to oh, that, yeah, you're very you know, both with that. time and energy and money and committing to growth. You know, I'm committed to my personal growth and mm. to ours. I mm. think even this is a commitment, not not just this podcast, but also our friendship. Yeah. We're in relationship and we, we have a close friendship. So I think we're both invested in and in a way committed to each other's growth. I like that idea of friends being committed to each other's growth. I, mm-hmm. I would wish I could have that with all my friends because mm-hmm. complacency is so easy to come by. It's so comfortable. I like the I like the challenge of being a little bit uncomfortable of talking about things that maybe necessarily don't make you feel good and you want to run away from those conversations because I think that's where growth lies. Totally. Growth doesn't happen in easy conditions. It yes. doesn't happen in complacency. Who has ever grown when it's when everything is nice and sunny? <laughs> right. And you're re- you're also reminding me um, that one of the things I wrote in my journal was about discomfort. And like, I'm also, I think right now, committing to um, being present with and even maybe enjoying discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> which is really hard for me. <laughs> I think it's like there's also a neurological aspect, which I always bring in, mm-hmm. is that if we break it down to those are just neurons that aren't used to connecting or firing or working they're just seeking connections with other neurons in your brain and that's the uncomfortable process Mm -hmm. and when you can look at that that idea or that image perhaps then we can deal with what is a discomfort a little better boredom is a form of discomfort yeah and if you can challenge yourself and sit with boredom, I'm not saying 30 minutes. I'm saying choose, like realize that, oh, you're getting distracted. I'll go switch on Netflix or watch Game of Thrones for the third time or whatever the case is. Five minutes is a is a practice. You're practicing to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're pra- like the learning the ukulele, there's a lot of discomfort in that. Mm-hmm. And you're pushing through. And the reward is always bigger than the discomfort. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I'm like so, and it's like frustration too. Discomfort and frustration. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I get this one this, chord? I'm my like, fingers ah! aren't, aren't <laughs> obeying it, what my mind wants yeah. to do. Yeah. But actually on Instagram shared a video mm. um, yesterday of my practice where I was actually doing okay. And I was singing while playing, not well, not not playing well, um, because singing and playing at the same time was really hard. But I was like, oh, I can almost do this um, a few days in. That's pretty cool. But there's a moment where, and I had been sharing the last couple of days how I just can't get, there's just one chord that's really hard for me. So in the video, I'm like doing okay and then I get to that chord it's the one that gets me every time and then I'm like I looked at the camera and I made this face like <laughs> but and that is going. what discomfort looks like <laughs> yes, yes. and then I was like I really want to share that I think another way of thinking about commitment is like not giving up on 
And even in relationships, you know, when we commit to someone, we're like, okay, I'm not going to give up on this, even though this is really hard right now. Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's a difference between something being hard and uncomfortable and challenging compared to when it's detrimental to you. Mm -hmm. In relationships, that gets hard to, to differentiate, to mm -hmm. discern between. Um, I just want to go back a little bit to what you said mm -hmm. about the ukulele and I see the experience. Like what's happening... Um, neurologically is for growth is is awesome it's this nice little beginning beautiful explosion of of, of I want to say novelty and like sitting through that discomfort mm -hmm. with any skill the way that growth works in our brains is it's not a linear thing yeah in the beginning it skyrockets yes and then you get to plateaus mm -hmm. growth is more like literal steps when you look at it on a graph mm -hmm. it doesn't go from a to b very quickly it goes up fast and then it plateaus and then it goes up suddenly yeah. and then it plateaus for a while and in the moments where it plateaus that's where self-discipline is key yes because we right. give up in those moments because if, i don't see growth i don't see change especially if, especially for me um because now i've confirmed i have adhd and so i don't like uh i don't like I shouldn't say that confirmed, but anyway, I got a diagnosis mm. recently, um, which confirmed my own self-knowing. But uh, definitely when it doesn't feel good, mm. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so like right now it feels really good to play the ukulele right. because it is novel. Yeah. And even though it's hard, it's like, ooh, this is a fun new challenge. But I'm very aware that it's going to get to that point where I will want to stop doing it. Yes. But overall, I don't want to stop yeah. doing it. I like that you say that because it reminds me of something I learned a while ago. I think we can relate this back to discipline and commitment, specifically commitment, is that, for example, I go work out. Mm -hmm. But because it is a habit for me, there is no novelty in it. It can get boring. Yeah. It's easy not to challenge myself. So there isn't any neurological explosion of anything happening anymore so then i have to find challenges within that space the thing is that your brain adapts very quickly that's yeah. what i'm getting at yeah even to discomfort yeah yeah true uh you use the word skill and then i it, it reminded me that i have a a quote or an Ooh. excerpt from a, a book that i wanted to read mm. so this is a, a we're both writers yes so the book is called steering the craft by ursula k Le Guin. Steering the Craft. I love that title because of its levels. Actually, of... I'll read you the whole title. Okay, It's yes. great. Steering the Craft, A 21st Century Guide to Sailing the Sea of Story. <laughs> okay, I need to like somehow write this down <laughs> or just remember it because I have... I'll send you a screenshot. I made a... No, no, no. Um, oh. um, I made a... Sailing the Sea of Story, right? Mm -hmm. I had a, a metaphor that came in my mind Ooh. about the sea and discipline or commitment so when you're done Ooh. perhaps we all remember and talk about it continue so what is the title again steering the craft a 21st century guide to sailing the sea of, of story, story. Yeah. Oh, I, wow look at, wow. That. look at that all right <laughs> yeah okay so this is just in the introduction this book is like mostly just um exercises but i when i read this i sent it to you because i knew you would like it and, and it I loved speaks it. to um what we're talking about so A skill is something you know how to do. Skill in writing frees you to write what you want to write. It may also show you what you want to write. Craft enables art. 
There's luck in art, and there's gift, the gift. You can't earn that, but you can learn skill. You can earn it. You can learn to deserve your gift. I'm not going to discuss writing as self-expression, as therapy, or as a spiritual adventure. It can be these things, but first of all, and in the end too, it is an art, a craft, a making, and that is the joy of it. To make something well is to give yourself to it, to seek wholeness, to follow spirit. To learn to make something well can take your whole life. It's worth it. Thoughts? She's <laughs> explaining so beautifully what I say. Yes. When she says it gives you the freedom to write what you want, that's exactly what I'm getting at with self-discipline. Mm -hmm. People think that it's so restricted, but I don't know how else to express that it gives you so much freedom because you actually have autonomy over where your thoughts go. Mm. And that's and that whole thing about like skill taking your whole life, that's mm -hmm. a commitment. Yeah. Look at anyone <laughs> that has one skill that is amazing. Serena Williams, her whole life is committed to that. And mm -hmm. look, the freedom of her performance because she's so disciplined. Beyonce or whoever you want, those people all live, Mariah Carey, whoever you want, live in that space of like, that's the thing I'm committed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I read that, I I knew that was for you. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what do you think about it? Oh no, I, I I totally agree with what you just said, and I I, you know, that before we started recording, I pulled a tarot card, and it's mm. the Eight of Pentacles, right. which um you know usually depicts someone in the act of crafting some something. You yeah. Know? In this case, like this version. You know, this person's holding this jug and is painting, painting kind yeah. of in this state of like presence and practice and craft. Yeah, I also really resonate with this idea that um, building skill and building commitment then allow then that that enables like magic to happen. It actually also relates to, you know, you gave me this book, The War of Art mm -hmm. by Stephen Pressfield, Stephen Pressfield. And I don't like this entire book. I In fact, so, yeah. I think I showed you certain pages because where this, I literally wrote no. This book is very much hard. <laughs> it's it's a hard book in terms of not hard to read. Not soft. But it's not soft, yes. And <laughs> I live in the things, hard space. There were just things I didn't agree. Like, I was like, that's a strong no. But can I read this? This is a short. Yeah. This is just a very short. Do it, do it. So this is the other secret that real artists know and wannabe writers don't. Already, I don't like his attitude, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> when we sit down each day and do our work, power concentrates around us. The muse takes note of our dedication. She approves. We have earned favor in her sight. When we sit down and work, we become like a magnetized rod that attracts iron filings. Ideas come. Insights. Accrete? Accrete? I don't know that word. I just read this, but now I can't. I don't know this word. Accrete, yeah. It's it's I saying think. the same thing, I think, like that, mm. um, you know, dis discipline and commitment then can create space for, I think, magic to flow, mm. for inspiration to come, and um, therefore is very worthy of our devotion, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think the reason that, and there are some, like, the more I've grown, I also don't exactly like all the things that have been said in this book mm -hmm. is because Stephen Pressfield writes in a very ultimatum kind of a way. Yes. So it's very much 
this is the way it is and there's no other way to think about it which is a way that I used to operate actually mm. and as I've grown I've realized that that isn't flow is a lot more gracious because um, like the Stoics have said or I think it's Epictetus or I think it's Epictetus I'm not so sure be kind with others and hard on yourself mm -hmm. and I think that's mm -hmm. why I'm so hard on myself the lies you tell to yourself are the most dangerous <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've said this before. <laughs> yes, and and saying that oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, who says you'll be around tomorrow? So skill mm -hmm. requires you to show up today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, commitment requires you to show up it's today. Presence. Yeah, I love that. I agree. It's a practice of presence. Presence yeah. to our lives and what we care about. So, some I will admit. I remember because I'm like uh, so exhausted by capitalism Ugh. and um, all just like the world. Sometimes I do just want to be like a slug and I don't want to do stuff. Mm. And I don't want to, I certainly don't want to like call m what I do work, even though that, that, that resonates with me uh, some days. But I will say that a lot of the time, I just don't want to push myself so hard because mm. I feel like everyone's pushing themselves really hard and why are we doing this? And even the idea of like achievement, I get I, I get in that place and mm. it's valid, but also I'm an artist and I'm a lover and I want to commit to things. So could you, what would you say to that slug me? Mm. <laughs> when I don't feel like, showing up to my commitments wow <laughs> we're kind of wrapping up here i think yeah. and giving some guidance some guidance yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm the person to ask for that because <laughs> i'm just like well actually like it's a practice like i said i've been taking up for a while now it's be kind to others and be hard on yourself that if one someone said that mm -hmm. then i would be like okay like you do what you need to do I would just caution them and say, but how long are you going to stay there? Is that going to become a habit? Mm -hmm. uh, because that's easy to to foster habits of giving up that attitude. Mm -hmm. It's I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying just be aware and give yourself a short time. For me, a short time is five minutes of wallowing in the world sucks because the world does suck. Yeah, life is just really hard a lot life of the Life is hard. <laughs> Because our attention gets pulled to so many things. Oh, and I want to get back to one of my metaphor. Okay, okay. Okay. So I had this idea that commitment, self-discipline, goals are like little boats in an ocean. But you can only ever move one at a time. Mm. or a boat on a lake mm -hmm. and then you have to like i want to learn the ukulele and then you have to paddle the ukulele and they're like okay no wait i actually i want to learn how to do this other thing then you have to swim back or take the boat back and get into the other one and then mm. get that one farther across mm -hmm. what what do you do which which boat do you choose that's the idea is choose one thing i think that self-discipline allows you to choose one thing and stick with it and get to a point and go, okay, now I'm going to choose this thing and get either to the same point. Whatever it is you decide, be specific. 
But the metaphor, I don't know if that actually helps with 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 when you feel like a slug. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that helps. Well, because I. Mm. It's not a feeling I can identify with. That's just not my personality. Mm-hmm. It's just to sit and veg out. I I can't. I I don't do that. I'm not vegging out usually, okay. but I'm like, but it's it's more like um kind of in resistance to capitalism into the yeah world. so i'm yeah. like why should i push myself hard you know and i think that's relatable to a lot of people yeah um but but in the end like i do there's many there are many things i care about and so me too i do want to commit to them you know i just don't want to do it in a way that um at all mirrors are are you know normative paradigms mm. uh, regarding the boats though that's very interesting to me because i can't work like that um, I know you. You're the me, one that moves I'm all like, the boats. I'm like, it feels kind of. I don't know if it's like, a, if it's just an Iver thing, I or if it's, it's more thing. like neurotypical, maybe, or something. I don't know to be like, do the one thing. But I'm like, no, I, I can't do that. So I'm trying to think of like what the what my metaphor would be. I'm just like, I think I'm like bouncing from boat, or it's not a boat. It's like. They're all tied together, you know? Uh, Yes, I think so. That's a good idea, is that they're all tied together. um, And so you're pulling in some way all the boats from whichever direction. Yeah, because actually really ideally for me, all of these things feed each other, you Mm. know, that like that's again going back to like the violin. It might not make sense to someone to get another instrument in order to play the uh, the one but it does make sense to me because it support they support each other the ukulele is like oh i can do that and that's going to give me this confidence to then practice the violin which is way less forgiving mm. way less forgiving yeah so i have an idea okay so what about choosing for or let's say choosing something for your mind Choosing something for your relationships, like friendships. Mm-hmm. Choosing something for uh, a skill that you want to learn. Choosing something for your body. Mm-hmm. Choosing four parts of your life and four key things that you can commit to growth in some way. Mm-hmm. And that you can show up when you don't feel like showing up for the other one. Mm-hmm. What a, but mm-hmm. we have to keep track of those things and, and, and make an agreement or commitment with yourself that if I don't feel like committing to this one thing, then I will at least go for a walk. Okay, I like that. So per- perhaps then the habit building part of it, the self-discipline part of it doesn't get sucked away into the dread of what life feels sometimes. Yeah, yeah I like it because it kind of sounds like a menu. It's sort of like a menu of like, because uh, I am I will sometimes make a ton of goals or intentions and then I'm like, I can do all of these things yeah, In the moment day. you can. No, you can't, you know, like, yeah. sure, for like the first day. Um, but I, I do like, yeah, I think for each of those categories, there are a number of things that like, yeah, I would love to kind of steer in a certain direction, right? Mm. Like with my... Uh, body you know and and my physical health and Mm. my relationships and my creativity and you know things like this and it it definitely makes sense i i agree with what you're saying um or i like your suggestion yeah because that feels like it feels a little soft or it feels it feels fluid yeah and flexible which i need to a certain extent Mm. when it comes to working with discipline it can't be the same thing every day for me. What about having an accountability partner? Do you have that? I I don't 
need it. Mm-hmm. However, I know other people do. It's kind of like having a sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in some realms, like I do have when it comes to like my emotional well-being and like what I'm kind of sorting through in relationships i have like friends who i'm thinking of a friend in particular i have that like i will check in with when like we're we're both very like dedicated to these ideals that that like i'm very actively trying to practice and so i will check in with that friend and say look i'm really struggling with and i love this example because it's not so action or it's not like a check off the list sort Mm. of thing it's like no, I'm trying to practice certain things in relationship which are really hard and I fail uh, to live up to sort of the ideal that I have. But I have a friend that I can, I know I can always reach out to and say, this is what I'm going through. This is why it's hard. Help me out. Mm. And and let's like, and we're committed to each other in that way mm. and like supporting each other in trying to expand uh, beyond you know, our sort of like previous limitations around relationships. Yeah, because we can get very much caught up in our own selves in those instances. Well, is there anything else you want to say about commitment, the theme or your current commitments? What am I committed to now? I would say I'm committed to, yes, stretching, learning the splits. I don't know by when. All I know is every day, there's some kind of stretching happening mm-hmm. with because uh, I have like very tight hip flexors. So there's a lot of work that has to happen with that. And the other thing is like journaling every day, mm-hmm. which I journal a lot. It wasn't every day. It was five times a week at max. So um, is committing to that and showing up for that. And I end every every line with if you wake up tomorrow, do your best because it's the memento mori idea mm-hmm. of like there's no guarantee you'll wake up tomorrow yeah. so and also beginning every line with whatever you haven't achieved today and let that go and know that you've showed up for this yes yes so that. that's so so mentally emotionally that's one physically it's going to the gym and stretching and then um with friends is knowing that i don't always message a lot I would then choose one person a day and make sure to reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of way. For my work is to be committed to focusing to on that and not on the other bullshit that comes with working for an institution yeah. <laughs> in capitalism. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is that? Three areas? I don't have a, a fourth one. Romantically, okay. I have nothing, no one mm, at all. <laughs> 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 nothing, no one at all. <laughs> tragic the way you said it well kind of like literally i have nothing, nothing and no, no one, one. At, at all no no i'm making a joke from the movie everything everywhere all at oh, once okay. Oh, okay i'm sorry i interrupted you so nothing okay. no nowhere, one nowhere nothing nowhere no one all the time i don't know never <laughs> never yes <laughs> oh gosh no i'm i'm, I'm wow. just being comedic there yes i love it um okay. uh, that's not my focus at all uh, oh, I did. I did want to say mm-hmm. that when you commit to something, mm-hmm. y- you have to let go of something else you're doing. Otherwise, it makes your your ability to fulfill your commitment harder. You you have to realize you only have so much time. Yeah. And you have to let something go. Um, <laughs> what about I agree you? Final with thoughts? you, Ivor. But uh, <laughs> my body was saying. 
we don't like that. <laughs> um, but you are right. I have trouble. At letting go in general is a huge practice for me and it's very uncomfortable and hard. Right now, one of my commitments is I'm committing to letting go of expectations around relationship, etc. But mm. I guess primarily thinking about trying to be really present in, you know, and you know, my life is full of really beautiful relationships. Mm. Like that's maybe my number one joy in Your life is the of. people and etc. People, animals, place, like my relationship with our little village that we live in, mm. you know, I mean, it's not a well, it's not a, technically a village, but it feels like a, a community village, village here. Yeah. Mike, yes, like this community, all of those relationships are so important to me. At the same time, um, I am practicing and I'm committed to practicing very painful and difficult art of letting go of expectations for outcome and also other people's behaviors. That's the whole thing because, again, Oof. boundaries are really important. But at the same time, there's a lot that I'm unlearning around relationship and like what it means to be in relationship with someone and the expectations that we bring to other people um, and their how they are, you mm. know, and what they do. Mm. So that's like a, that's a huge commitment right now. And it's not easy and it feels really uncomfortable, but really fertile. Yeah. And committing to my, in general, just my creative practices that bring me joy, including this new musical practice, but also writing. Um, and you're right. Like there's, uh, there's things I want to do. I would love to paint, but I'm like, I'm not going to learn to paint right now. I can't add that to what I'm already doing. Like I have, I'm focusing on certain practices and wanting to commit to those. And I'm committing to transforming how I am at work, you know, I'm starting a new job soon. And that's like, and I have really good feelings about that job. And so there is a commitment there to showing up me as me, mm. you know, and, and I think showing up as me is showing is going to be the best thing for my students and for my coworkers. Um, so and there's many other things, but those are the ones that are kind of living most strongly. Yeah. In me, um, I think it's impossible just to have one thing that we're interested in. Mm -hmm. There, there are related things that feed into that. So I like your your explanation of how these things feed each other mm -hmm. because they. I, I don't exactly agree with the idea of motivation, but I'm going to use this for lack of a better word. Is that those other things motivate you to, or serves as, as little pockets of motivation yeah. for the the bigger or the more um, prominent thing that you want to. Yeah. Not achieve, but one to commit to. Yeah. Yes. No, so motivation very is a very important concept for me. And motivation like, is a practice. It's not something that comes from nowhere. Yeah. You, it's. I think it's a practice. That's why I don't like the way that people think about motivation. Okay. But that's an episode or something for it. It totally um, is. Mm. But it's also, yes, exactly. Like, mm. I personally need to weave things into everything I do to motivate myself to <laughs> commit to them. And that's just something I'm learning now. So, um but it sounds like you have a good grasp of your weaknesses and your strengths and also that you're not like afraid of your weaknesses or anything. Mm. So that sounds like a pretty solid foundation for whatever it is that you foresee for yourself from what I hear. That's mm -hmm. what I'm hearing. So it's a great start. 
Thank yeah. you, Ever. I hope so. So I hope that people <laughs> learned something from our babble. Um, oh, I wanted to say one thing, which is kind of mean. Oh, no. Okay. I'm preparing myself. No, it's also another lesson from the Stoics. <laughs> okay. uh, is that expect that you will find people that are foolish, that will challenge your way of thinking, that are, I don't want to say, I don't want, I don't want to use the word dumb. I don't want to insult people mm -hmm. um, that are ignorant. Expect to find those people in the road along your path. Okay. So that when you encounter them, because you inevitably will encounter th them, that you can go, oh, right, I'm just going to let this go because this is just a stone in my path and I'm just going to keep going. Mm. It, like the traveler or the, 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 mount, the person hiking the mountain knows there's a lot of stones in the way. And if they kick one and it hurts their feet, they go, oh, that stone was there on purpose. And do they, do they keep hacking on the stone or do they move on? Mm. right mm -hmm. so i think if we we go out into the world expecting to find people that don't agree with our viewpoints mm -hmm. i think that is a lot healthier to approach mm. life <laughs> i agree i mean yeah and also just like expecting challenges yes. you know expecting the yes uh, for me it's less about other people but it's about when I experience a failure, what I interpret as failure, and then I'm like, well, I'll just give up on this thing then. Mm. That's my challenge. Okay. It's not It's not necessarily other people um, not agreeing with it or something like that or, or not supporting. It's more, here I was d -d 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 thinking I was doing a good job at this thing that I want to do a good job at, mm -hmm. air quotes, uh, and then here's a bump in the road and I didn't do well or it didn't work out the way I wanted, so let me just abandon this thing because Look, it must be terrible. <laughs> I think if you can resolve your issue with rejection, oh, that that will become less Don't of an issue for you. Don't cover me, Iver. No! <laughs> You said you have an Don't issue with it. Don't say that word. Oh, <laughs> See, if I'm you triggered. Can, can, <laughs> I think it feels the same way for you. It does, yeah. Oh, 100%. Like not being able to achieve something is the same like re being rejected. So I think yes. that's why you're, you give up. Not that I'm a therapist, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that truth bomb landed here in, oh, okay. my, in my heart. I'm happy. Right. <laughs> and I hope some truth bombs landed for someone who's listening. Thank you always to um, Labesha for listening yes. i hope labesha puts on her red lipstick when I she listens you. her red lipstick that was bought by kimberly <laughs> <laughs> and thank yes. you everyone for tuning in into our semi-regular um episodes i do wish that life gives us an opportunity to make it more regular but something keeps happening and we just have to COVID go with era, the flow. COVID, really. Like that, yes. COVID and just but, life and other commitments. That, but yeah. I'm committed to this and yes. making this more regular. I really so. enjoyed today's conversation. Me too. A lot. So, yes, this is wonderful. Thank you so much, Mallory. And thank you to everyone for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful, whatever time of day it is for you. Thank you, Ivor. Thank Bye. you, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We're waving. <laughs> That's